Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's interesting is that when I sold my house... I knew at the time, and when I left my job, so I left the job, which was a part-time role, then I sold the house, and I knew what I was doing was somewhat, in some people's eyes, maybe elders, irresponsible as a single mother, you know, no secure money coming in. Now, I ha- now I'm letting go of the ha- home that I had and I'm renting, and, and I knew it, I knew it would, um, in one part of my head, it was like, Selma, how are you going to survive? How are you going to, you know, cope? But in the other side, it was like, actually, if I don't go full in, I will never know what I could possibly achieve. How you dare, how you dare. That was the voice of Selma Nichols. If you don't try, you don't know what you can succeed. And this is an amazing episode of how a single mother really saw something that wasn't prevalent in the you know in the modeling agency in the casting agency and in the casting industry and decided to go after what she knew what she knew was possible now a lot of times you have dreams you have things that you think are possibilities but certain things in your current environment are weighing you down they're telling you that you can't do it you can't achieve it and you're not worthy but i hope that you listen to this episode and you remind yourself that you've always had that ability to change the world. You've always had that ability to change your environment. You just needed to find the right vehicle. That's what Selma's story is about. It's pretty inspirational. I hope that you you really take some notes and uh, use it to inspire you as you, you go into the weekend and into next week. Speaking of inspiration and dreams, one of the things that I've always dreamed about was writing my book. Having my first published book be out there and out there in the world for people to read from and possibly, not possibly, definitely learn from. Well, my first book is coming out on September 4th and September 4th is next week. I'm super excited. A lot of you have, you know, have told me about your pre-orders, you know, and you've told me about how excited you are for the book. I just want to encourage you all to just, you know, tell your friends to, you know, pre-order the book, to order the book. It's, it's sold where ever books are sold and it's called use your difference to make a difference uh the 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 subtitle is how to connect in a cross-cultural world it really is about that it's a framework for any institution any organization any individual you know if you're a parent if you're a tck if you're someone that's a change maker you're looking to understand how to dive into the world of nuance world of diversity and inclusion world of cross-cultural communications or if you just want to know how to communicate with someone that looks differently uh from you that looks very different from you rather 
this is a book for you. You know, uh, I, I put a lot of work into it and a lot of the, the research came from you all, you folks, all of your your questions, all of your your suggestions for guests. And so uh, we're doing a last push. Please pre-order it. Please check. Tell your friends. Make sure you, you, you send it as gifts, you know, for upcoming holidays. We have several of those. And I will be forever grateful to you all. Thank you so much for everything that you've done. Thank you for the support. Enjoy today's episode. And remember that you always have that power to change the world within. You just need to tap into it. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today's guest is Selma Nichols. She's the founder and CEO of Looks Like Me, a casting and talent agency that aims to redefine beauty by raising the profile of underrepresented groups Featured in the arts, fashion, and advertising world, and we're going to be diving into her story. You know all the initiatives that she's helped uh, put forward, and also this big news that you've got with, I believe, this Virgin startup. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, but before we even get into that, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. I know today is a big day. You had a lot of meetings today, so thank you for joining us and uh, taking the time. And uh, excited to talk more. Thank you for having me. Really excited. <laughs> well, the, the pleasure is mine. So tell me, take me back. Take me back to the early days. What do you believe sparked your interest in creating a very inclusive environment for people in arts and fashion and the advertising world? What motivated me was my daughter. So I'm a mother of a young girl. And when she was three years old, she came home from nursery requesting for straight hair, requesting for not being brown. And I realized at that time that I had a lot of books, dolls, pictures, images that looked like her, but something was missing. And this was my first time being a parent. So I wasn't sure if this is something that happens to everybody, they all go through it. And so I asked around and most people like, no, my child's not asking me for straight hair. And no, my child's not asking me not to be brown. So um, I carried on doing some research. I then watched with her the Annie film, the Jamie Foxx remake. And right. within the first five minutes, she was like, mummy, mummy, Annie's so beautiful. And she looks like me. <laughs> At that moment when she said she looks like me, that's when I realized that this was the first real life character she was watching in a film. So prior to that, she'd only ever seen Dot Stuffin or Princess and the Frog. She had never seen like a character like Annie, a yeah. black girl with an afro on a screen, on a big screen. Right. So that allowed me then to look around me. And in the UK, in London, during 2015, there wasn't any mainstream content like billboards or campaigns that I saw the little black girl being featured in. So I just thought, okay, if her image is not being reflected and represented in mainstream content, then how about I create my own? Um, and that's how, yeah, how, yeah, how it started. That, that story with straight hair really resonates with me because I, I also said the same thing to my mom as a 10 year old when I went to school in an American international school. And this kid came up to me and said, that my hair looked weird, that it, the fact that it curled up in the ball was very strange. And I, I wanted, I went back home and I wanted to have my hair straight. And I told my mom if I could make it like, you know, Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. And um, she, and she had to tell me 
what it meant to be a black, uh, um, you know, black boy uh, in that and express uh, that um, there was a certain amount of pride that came with that. But it was very interesting because it's true. You don't get to see as many heroes, especially as people of color. Um, And uh, I love the fact that you actually used the, the phrase that your daughter said looks like no one looks like me and turn that into a whole company. So, exactly. yeah. <laughs> okay. So you have that story. You obviously is very personal to you. Um, looks like me. How do you then decide that this has to be a casting and talent agency? Because that's a big endeavor. Exactly. So then I registered the company and then I realized, okay, as a, I was a theater producer by trade. And oh. then I realized, okay, I have to learn about, the talent world, modeling world, casting world. And it kind of works within theater to some degree, but I guess the whole advertising and media element is a whole nother world. So I did about a year's research and development stage to give myself the knowledge and understand. So I, um, I did that for a year. And then within that process, I then had a conversation with someone um, because I realized I had this amazing idea to do something great. But I had no money. So I was like, it's great to have the idea, but what do you do if you have no money? And she said, oh, um, look up Virgin Startup. And I was like, why? And she was like, they offer a really great program that if you register with them, you get to do a one-day workshop. They tell you all about how you can make your business something real. And um, they also offer you a mentor and a business advisor. So I was like, okay, sounds great. And I said to her, have you done it? And she was like, no, I haven't. I was like, so why would I get through? She said, I think you've got something really great. Try it. So I did. And I, um, but alongside, while, alongside applying for the Virgin Startup, I also did um, shoots in-house, so photo shoots with children that look like my daughter, um, different shades of brown, different hair textures, brought them together. And when they were together doing these photo shoots, through the experience of having fun and just being children, we we were able to capture their joy and happiness. And on screen, it just looked amazing. And I thought, okay, there is something special here, but I I have to nurture this and build upon it. And so doing the research and development, doing more shoots, as well as applying for the Virgin Startup, that's what went on to the next phase. You know, it's interesting hearing you say that because as I was doing research for you, there was a, was a, you know, I came across Virgin Startup's Instagram and they had interviewed you and asked you essential tips for starting out. And you had said vision, motivation, mentoring and patience. So it sounds I, I can definitely hear the vision. You had this clear you could see where you were going. And, uh, you know, you wanted to prepare yourself to figure that out that step. And I think there's a, a great power in visualizing where you're going, because that takes a lot of <laughs> mental yes. for, mental fortitude. But then you found motivation, obviously, it's personal. And then the, the mentoring and the patience, um, probably, I don't know, maybe that's where Virgin Startup came into, into play. Yes, it started up with Virgin Startup, where we had to um, apply online. Then you have a phone call with them to discuss um you have a phone call to discuss and go through your your personal business. Then you go on a one-day workshop. So the one-day workshop was the start of me realizing and understanding what I had to do in order to prepare to launch this business. I got a business advisor, which was great along the process. Um, a week before, we had three months 
to build the business plan. And a week before it was due in, I handed in the business plan and the advisor was like, this is amazing. It's awesome. And I was like, fantastic. And then she said, well, the only thing is, is aspirational paperwork unless you get buy-in from the industry. Right. And I was like, what do you mean? How can I get buy-in in five days? And she was like, figure it out. So I went away, figured it out. Um, and in the last hour on the last day, um, a company in the UK called Next um, went for a process, loads of conversations, and their casting director was open to see some of our talent. Mm-hmm. We put a way forward. The Virgin um, startup business plan went through and the little boy the following week went to the casting, got the job and was the face of the 2016 autumn campaign for Next in the UK and Japan. Um, and then a month later, I received that I got accepted for the Virgin startup and I received my £7,000. Um, that then allowed me to work with uh, industry photographer, industry stylist, all for children. And I had my team, I had my website and we went and did seven shoots in three days with 12 children and all their parents. And the photographer turned to me and said, Selma, how do you do this? And I said, well, I'm a, I'm a producer and that's what we do. We make things happen. Um, I then had a beautiful lookbook of different images taking children that looked like my daughter into places and spaces that they hadn't been before and just illuminating those spaces with their joy and happiness. And that was that stage. Well, ladies, gentlemen, and gender non <laughs> I just, yeah, you have to understand how much of a superhero uh, Selma is here because you're a mother of one, right? Which is already. I'm a mother, yeah, I'm a single yeah. mother of one. Single yeah. mother, right? Original CEO position is being a mom. So you already have to manage that position. And then you have this brilliant idea. Yeah, people telling you, you know, figure it out. And then for context here, uh, um, she, she, you sold your house and your car. To, to, okay, to so just before, before, before that part, I then went to launch the business that was 30th of September 2016. And just before I did that, I remember I, I, I took the leap of faith and I said to my managers that my contract was coming to an end at the theatre right. job. Right. I said to them, I'm not going to renew the contract. I'm going to allow myself to take this on now. I've got my lookbook. I'm going to go forth. And I turned to them and I said, I feel like I'm about to jump off a cliff holding my daughter's hand and I'm not sure if the parachute's going to open up. And right. they both said, well, you'll be fine. You know, go figure it out, right? Um, and so taking that leap of faith, I then left work and I had just this business. I didn't know it was going to work. I didn't know if anyone was going to gravitate to it. And then we went live. And yes, it was. It started. It started as a great success. Families from all over the UK would come to Tottenham to see us. And then I was getting work. I got a mentor. Um, and I have to say, the mentor part was really interesting because when I launched, I had meetings with. Um, the chairman from Saatchi and Saatchi and he was really supportive about me going forth with the business and then a lady um, who was at the time she was the chairman of Mediacom she's now the country manager of WPP her name's Karen Blackett and I have to mention her because she was instrumental in opening the doors to the media world for me she 
supported she mentored me I could call her whenever I wanted to she has she's still here in my life more in a friend capacity than a mentor and um yeah she has been supportive on that journey alongside Virgin Startup who throughout the whole journey for the last three years I update them they invite me in to do talks and we have built hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. A really beautiful relationship as well. So yeah. Lots of people that are in the mix. Absolutely, relationships matter, and you have to be able to yeah. to understand that. Uh, I want to harp in on the branding aspect here, because so uh-huh. you have this idea, you do recognize that you. It's just that great Maya Angelou quote. You know, I come as one, but you know, I I'm, I'm butchering it here, but I represent ten thousand essentially. But I stand yeah. to the ten thousand. And you understand that message. You understand the the people you and your daughter represent, and all the people that come through your casting agency. What do you do to sustain that level of branding? Because you know you're you're essentially new in UK, right? You're the only talent agency that does what you're doing. How do you, yeah? How do you leverage that for talks, for media? What have you learned? What are the tips of the trade that you figured out to get on? You know, we're on a podcast now. Like you know, how did you? How did you? What did you do? Those are the different things that I've noticed that especially um, people of color, sometimes we, we talk about getting more opportunities, but, you know, we don't have a lot of teaching to, to show that out there. So in order to get the opportunities, in order to have gone this far, you have to have what I put in the talk, um, patience. Mm. And to have patience, you need to give yourself time. And to have time, you need to give yourself money. <laughs> to have money, you need to either go for more funding or, in my case, I sold my car, I sold my home, and I invested my money in the business so that I could be patient and know and have faith that these, while I'm building content, while I'm building and celebrating, because we're an inclusive agency for all children, but while I'm illuminating black and brown children in that process, I knew that I would need to financially back myself so that I could um, be sitting here three years later talking to you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I did. I, I, I know it's radical, but I remember seeing just before I, and I'm, it's, it's this, I'm not blaming this person, but I mean, actually, I'm thankful to this person. I remember seeing a, a quote for, on Nike with Colin Kaepernick saying, if you believe 
if you, you sac- if you believe in something, you sacrifice for what you believe in, something along them lines. And for me, I believe in looks like me. I believe in the children. I believe in representation. I believe in inclusivity. And I believe that um, telling untold stories through imagery. And so I sacrificed everything so that I could continue to live my purpose. Right, yeah. Colin Kaepernick is a great example of that. Um, we yeah. We saw it <laughs> here in, in America. A lot of the, uh, you know, people saying, why you, you just not you're going to kneel, you're going to sacrifice a, a job. What's the point? And, and, you know, all these things. And I think there's a, there's a certain power of belief. You know, when you believe yeah. uh, in something so strong and you connect that to a global problem, this idea of diversity and inclusion is something that has been institutionalized. Right. And it, there's, yeah, you know, we, we, we are products of, uh, you know, you know, colonialism or, you know, or imperialism in some sort of way, me being Nigerian. And uh, I might, what is your background? If, if you don't mind me asking. Jamaican and Barbados, but I do also have Irish and Nigerian in me as well. Oh, you, there you go. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and that, that idea of displacement and, and, you know, telling false stories about a narratives where, you know, we give, you know, we, we don't get to have that sense of power in owning our narratives. And I think what you're doing is so great because young boys and girls are going to grow, are going to grow up to understand that they are powerful. They're kings, they're queens, and they deserve to be seen and recognized everywhere that they can be. Yeah. And what's interesting is that when I sold my house, I, kn- I knew at the time, and when I left my job, so I left the job, which was a part-time role. Then I sold the house and I knew what I was doing was somewhat, in some people's eyes, maybe elders, irresponsible as a single mother, you know, no secure money coming in. Now, I ha- now I'm letting go of the ha- home that I had and I'm renting. And, and I, knew it, I knew it would, um, in one part of my head, it was like, Selma, how are you going to survive? How are you going to, you know, cope? But in the other side, it was like, actually, if I don't go full in, I will never know what I could possibly achieve. So what I did when I um, sold the house, I made sure that the first piece of money that I I paid off my debts, then I made sure that I um, used the first piece of money to invest in a project, a passion project that I did with the BFI. So I I contacted the BFI, the British film institution to ask them if I could um, celebrate a new film coming in in the UK, which was um, the Black Panther film. They were previewing it, they had a preview. And I and they went, I went through a process with them. They said to me, send in a proposal, I did that. And then after I sent in the proposal, they said, yeah, we like it. I thought that meant that I got the actual gig. Um, and so I got, I went and recruited and got a team together with the help of other people. And um, then I spoke to them. They called me a week later to say, hi, Selma. Yes, just to let you know that you're confirmed. We would love you to do some content to celebrate this film. And um, I said, that's great because I've really got the shoot lined up for tomorrow. Um, I did the shoot and a week later, I, I, a few days later, we handed in the images and of the Black Panther, six Black Panther characters, but as children, because obviously I celebrate children. And 
I, I, I was gobsmacked and really overwhelmed how the world resonated to these images. And um, I was very fortunate to meet Ryan Kluger, who saw these images. No and kept, yeah, at the BFI. And I was sitting there and the, I was sitting in the audience with my daughter and they had finished doing a, they were doing a Q&A on the stage. And then um, Gaylene Gould, who, who is the um, events manager at the BFI, was interviewing Ryan Kluger. And when she finished, she said, um, is Selma Nichols in the audience? And <laughs> my heart nearly fell out. And I was thinking, oh, my God. And there was loads of people. And she was like, Ryan Kluger would like to meet you and thank you for creating such powerful imagery, reflecting and representing his work. I met him and hearing him express how he felt about these images and this is what he wanted people to be inspired by his work, led me to believe once again, I'm doing the right thing. So along my journey that I've had many amazing successful moments. So success for me is the journey. It's the mm. hardest part as well, but success is in the journey, not mm. the end destination. Um, and so I've had lots of, and, and then those those images went viral like twice. And I've seen people like Snoop Dogg, I've seen Lupita Nyong'o, I've seen Common, I've seen all these different people, as well as people in my local area sharing and um, celebrating those images. So the power of imagery for our children is definitely needed. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, yeah. Someone's listening to you right now and saying, you know, Selma, tell me about the hardest time. You know, hardest time when you're either dealing with doubts, either from yourself or from others, or you just failed and you okay, broke, the, something happened. Yeah. The, the, the hardest time and the hardest time happens frequently every couple of months is when, the, when I have those quiet moments of work not coming in. And I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to um, pay for extracurricular classes? Or how am I going to buy, what, what food am I going to buy? Sometimes we live on pasta and sauce for, for ages, you know, because actually I can't afford to buy the salmon this weekend. Or, do you know what I mean? So it's like, I have made lots of sacrifices, but then equally lots just before I have those moments of thinking I can't do this no longer, I, I just, um, something magical happens. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I really believe in serendipity, and that has been this journey. There's been a couple of times this year, maybe three times this year, where I'm like, I can't physically, mentally, emotionally, financially do this no longer. And as I say that to myself, then the next day I hear the global head of Getty Images say to me, Selma, let's work in partnership. And I'm like, excuse me? And she's like, you know, yeah. You know, I can, she says to me, this was two weeks ago. She said to me, Selma, I see what you're doing. I believe in what you're doing. And I would love to work with you in, in partnership. So looks like me is going to be still creating content commissioned and in partnership with Getty Images, and we're going to really celebrate female photographers because obviously there's a lack of those. And so for me, this is my first global partnership, so I'm really excited by that. Well, congratulations. It's well deserved. Thanks. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That <laughs> long, You're long... Live. I've, Yeah, hey, thanks thanks for the scoop. <laughs> Congra yeah. Congratulations. That is that is well deserved. Just killing it. That, that Good for you. Good for you. Um, we're getting ready to wrap up here, but 
I am I'm just so be you know full of joy here just hearing you have this this moment because you, you deserve it. Um, can you talk about how unconscious bias plays a big role in your industry? It plays a big role because we go. It plays a big role because I go into spaces and. Sometimes I talk to audiences that don't look like me. They may be predominantly all white. Um, and sometimes it's hard for people to really understand or empathize with or, or to even consider how it feels to walk in my shoes mm. or consider what it's like to not see yourself in the center or be, or, or, or yeah. So that's the hardest part. So sometimes people switch off. But they just think, oh, they're just, she's just talking about little black children. And we're not. We're talking about anybody. So it looks like me could be talking about children or people who are disabled or come from different backgrounds. So the hardest part is, is people empathizing with not seeing themselves in the main role yeah. or in the center of the image. Yeah. Um, I, th I feel also that's changed a lot. So lots of people have now um, become more open and you can see the inclusivity in content. But then now there's a different conversation, making sure that production companies behind the camera is diverse. So it's great to have diversity in front of the screen and on the image. But equally, I really love it when I'm on shoots and our team is diverse as well. So um that's the next stage, I guess, for, for, for companies and agencies. Well said. Yeah, well said. Behind and in front of the camera, for sure. Yeah. I, I don't want to sell you short as, as we get uh, ready to close here. You do workshops as well, and you also, you, you have talent, yeah. Yeah, talent agency, right? So you people can come right. to you for talent, right? And Yes. So yeah. basically, brands can come to us for talent. Brands can come to us and say, Selma, we would like someone in your team to come and do some yeah, I'm a casting director, so they can come to us for that as well, for their brands. Um, and we always offer a wide range of inclusive young people or just people for different brands. And yeah. All right. And is it, are you based in England or, or what part of you know the world can people reach out to you? And I'm based I'm based in in London, England. London. I, I, my, my goal and my dream is to have one day a base and um, an office in California. I love California. Yeah, I'm coming there. I'll be there soon. I'll be there. We'll have an office there and one in London. That's the dream. Um, but yeah, I'm in London. I'm London based at the moment. Awesome. Awesome. So she, uh, her agency offers workshops in creative inspiration, acting, improvisation, runway, performance skills, you know, anything you feel like you need talent in and aren't, as you can tell, someone yeah. has a background in every form of creative yeah. <laughs> work. Uh, so uh, make sure you check out her work. It looks like me.co.uk. Is that correct? That's correct. You can find us on Instagram, looks like me UK. Um, Twitter, looks like me UK. And yeah, check us out. Look at the images, see how children's lives have been transformed. Um, and yeah, right. we're All right. open. Well, last question I ask my guests is my mission statement reframed as a question. My mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. So, Selma, how do you use your difference to make a difference? Um, 
I I be the change that I want to see. Mm. So that's what I do. Very be sense. the change. <laughs> be the change you want to see. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> that's how I make a difference. Yeah. Well, I couldn't end it on a better note. So I just want to thank you for spending time with me and and sharing your story. It's really inspirational. And thank you for the work you do. It's it's definitely necessary. And it's uh yeah, long overdue for sure. Thank you so much. Right. Well, the pleasure is mine, ladies, gentlemen, and gender nonconformers. Till next time, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.